step into a world shrouded in ash and darkness, where legends come to life and ancient powers linger. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing Forbidden Lands. Join us as we set sail on long ships and explore the unknown, braving danger and discovering untold treasure that lies beneath ash and snow. We are picking up with our party uh, on the tree line of an icy lake. And from this lake rises a stone tower uh, that has been flooded uh, and mostly underwater. You just see about 10, 15 feet of uh, battlements above. You have delved into this tower. You almost died in that tower. You decided to leave the tower. And now you're thinking about going back in. But before we do that, Zaldrin. What is it that makes your character feel the safest in this world? What does it take for Zaldrin to feel secure? I knew when you said you didn't plan ahead who it was going to be, I knew it was going to end up being me because I'm the worst. I am on a rotation. On uh, so it was going to be you. I just forgot to warn you. I'm sorry. Damn. Um, so the easy answer to this is um, she was, she's always had a horse companion around and Zaldrin is not a small person. Uh, Zaldrin isn't work. She has some size to her, uh, but having a horse that is even bigger than her around uh, helps her feel safe. So knowing that there is a horse somewhere nearby, something that is even more powerful than her, and most importantly, swifter than her. So in a way then, the way you feel most secure is by knowing you have an escape route. Yes. Good to know. So, you are about to delve into this tower with only one escape route. That is the current plan right now, is it not? Are you guys discussing this? You've just come off the tower. Uh, you brought Woford with you at the price of his Ashkesh tablet, which he has handed over. So you guys have three of those now. And you're discussing whether you want to go back in? What's happening? Set the scene for me. Wolford, you know these people. Should we leave them at our back, or should we finish this before we go? All right, so that's kind of a hard question for me to answer, because I don't want to see them die. But if Alwyn gets out of there, he will try to kill us all, uh, despite being my brother. Your what? actual brother? What is... Uh, uh, yeah, half-brother. Uh, we have the same dad. Different mother. All right, well, you can stay out here and not watch. I would really not prefer to, like, have him die, you know, even with me around. Plausible deniability. Just nothing happens that you know about. No, no, like, that's not the... I'm not worried about being charged with a crime. I'm worried about my brother dying, you know? How about how about if we take his hands and his feet, but leave him alive and drag him back to the town with us? And eyes and tongue as well, so he can't see it talk or anything. I would rather not. I would really, really rather not. Hmm. So you say that he will kill us if he finds a way out of this tower, but you don't want us to kill him. Well, I mean, we don't need to, like, lower ourselves to their level, right? Like, we're heroes. We're the good guys of our story, right? 
Yeah. Why don't you go? I've made a little Ford over there. It looks like you could do with a great rest, Wofer. And that lean-to is completely collapsed from <laughs> gunk flying into it earlier. It's from Only the half wind and collapsed. the hail. <laughs> so much hail. Big. Half of it is fine. You look like you could really do with a rest. We'll watch and take guard. Um. Yeah, I, I feel like you're just saying that and you don't actually mean it. That's true. We don't mean it. We're definitely going to kill him. Unless I'm trying to be nice and get oh. you. Yes, we're Bacho, We're being nice again. <clears throat> yep. Can, can I just say this? Like, if you killed my brother, that would be hard for me to get over. <clears throat> what if he killed us? That would also be hard for me to get over. <clears throat> like I said, there's no good right. answer here for me. But you would get over both of them, right? You said it was be no, hard to... No, I wouldn't. Well, then you need to say things more truth. I question for you. When they were planning your brother to kill the rest of us, uh, did you how did you feel then? And did you attempt to talk him out of it or anything like that? They were planning on killing you? I didn't know that. Yes, very much. They're going to kill us. How did you know they, that? Did they tell you? Uh, yes, they did. The two that came up to, to the tower were... were they well tell via action they were planning they tried to ambush us at the top of the tower those that we split up a little bit zaldrin had run off to ven they tried to ambush four of you with two of them bacho bacho puts his clawed hand on the side of wolford's head and he brings him in close so his muzzles touching his forehead he's like gunk listen to their thoughts wolford pack brother and they were plotting to kill us. Your brother said, wait to kill them. So his plan is to end our lives, and we cannot have that. Wolford with a claw on his hand is just kind of giving <laughs> side eye to Gunk right now. <laughs> yes, can I can. I can, yes. I can go in there. And you heard that they wanted to kill us. They said, wait to kill them. They said they were going to kill us. They were planning to kill us. Yes. Yep. I don't know about you. Give me manipulation here. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Plus can, help. Can you get a bonus die from me slightly? Get a bonus die from the claw <laughs> in the face. That would help. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. I fully agree. Gunk uh, has new abilities these days. I'm we'll like, keep it to one bonus die. I do appreciate it. powerful. Uh, I got two sixes. two sixes. Two successes. You got to get a dice cam on you. I don't trust you. <laughs> you at can all. take a look at I'm not pushing. I have two ones as well. <laughs> two six. I always do this. I told you this is weird about Forbidden Lands. All I ever do is roll sixes <laughs> and ones. I do roll a lot of ones, so I'm right there with you. Okay. Um. So if they wanted us dead, Maybe we should just go, is all I'm saying. But you said they will track us down and kill us if they escape. No, I said they would want to kill us. I didn't say they would track us down, and I didn't say they would kill us. I just said they would want to. If we defeat your brother and extract from him an oath to not pursue a vendetta against us, would he follow his word? Ah. Uh... Pack, brother. Does he have the same sort of disposition with words and other people as you, perhaps? Do you share that in common with your father? 
I guess you could say he's as trustworthy as me. Yeah. I, I, I would. Okay, so I yeah, think if he said something, work. I would believe it. All right. So you can come with us or you can stay, but we're putting an end to this now, Wolford. Okay. If we have to, um, I'll stay. That's fine. Take care of the horse's pack, brother. We'll be back as soon as we can. All right. Uh, Gunk is going to don't? go over to uh, to Woford. Come, come here, come here. I'm going to take a little bit of mud off my face, and I'm going to wipe it on his face, and I'm going to hold my hand there. I'm going to open my eyes really wide. I am reading your thoughts right now. I know everything you are thinking. Everything. Neither of, of those horses. What? Point of clarity. Were yeah. you putting the mud over his only good eye, or were you putting it on his <laughs> on his cheek? Newly wounded one. I'm okay. not okay. cruel. What is wrong with you? I will rub it on his cheek. And I will say to I will say to him, I know everything you are thinking. I know every memory you have had. Just recall that. And I'll pat him, give him a smile. Now keep an eye on the horses. Every memory? Everyone. Every single one. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, I am. That is good. That shows growth. Shame. Shame is a way of knowing you have grown older. You look back on your younger years and realize what a dick you were, you know? <laughs> you see a single tear start to well up on Woford. Uh, partly out of shame, partly out of fright. Um, and he will go off and uh, he will take uh, Ven and Cloud, assuming Zaldrin lets him. Uh, towards the lean-to and start uh, trying to reconstruct it. Bacho catches him right before he goes, and he just whispers in his ear, if there's a way to save your brother, we will. I don't think it's likely, but we'll see. Okay. Um, just be gentle. and uh, My blade bites deep and fast. You you also know that they they have Rickmar back with them, right? Rickmar being one of the two fingers that you yeah, killed. I know. Yep. Uh like fully healed and alive or undead and back. Inky is a pretty powerful druid. Yeah, he's back. I don't think it's the first time he's died either. Like that limp he has. I think that was from the last time he died. He had his hip shattered or something like that. Mm-hmm. So kill the druid first. Yeah, I guess. We could not kill anyone, though. Wolford, you have a, a habit of burying the important information after less important information we should work on that. What, what do you mean i told you i told you Owen's my brother you, yes to, to on this day you told us that he is your brother on days previous you did not tell us that information 
I didn't know him yesterday. I, I do not understand. You, you didn't know Owen yesterday, so how would I have told you that he was my brother? We have slept since yesterday. yesterday I was, was unconscious. I'm literally regretting keeping Wolford. Like, this <laughs> conversation is infuriating. Please stop it. Dude, I tried God. to go to the horses. You you brought me back. I go. was ready to go. And Zaldrin will kind of walk Wolford kind of as she's like, I don't I don't understand. Uh, but Bacho has said that you are now part of the pack. And so she is going to um, show Wolford how to like braid men's mane. So while you are here, while we are doing what we need to do for our lives and possibly your life, since you will be traveling with us, this would be useful for you to be able to do. And she'll kind of talk to Ven a little bit and just like, yes, he, I know. Yes. Yes. It'll be okay. Give be me okay. an animal handling check. Uh, and this isn't a huge deal. I just want to see how well you're able to teach Wolford how to take care of him. Two sixes. Ooh, nice. Okay. Uh, you're going through the braiding and like how you groom Ven. You feel like Wolford's picking it up fairly quick. Uh, surprisingly quick for Wolford. That is, that is exactly right. She will look as beautiful as ever by the time we return. Thank you, Wolford. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be good to stay busy and not think about how my brother's going to die at your hands. Look at I it mean, this way, Wolford. He may kill us instead. Yep. Yeah, and then I'll die at his hands. That's so much better. At least you'll be with your pack in the lands hereafter. Well, there you're going to have two horses and he doesn't appear to have any, was what I was going to say. True. Uh, Zaldrin, can you show me how to ride a horse real quick? And Zaldrin will just sort of look at him and say, I believe there will be plenty of time for lessons later. Okay. Thanks. All right. Uh, you guys are heading back to the tower. Uh, because we're in the next quarter day here, I do want one more cold check. Um, those of you who are adequately adequately equipped don't have to make the check, but I believe Mirin still has to. Can I get, uh, I just want to get a, a timeline check on something. You said that, yeah. that the dude is back. So when, so when Mirin was scouting, did she ever see someone come and take the body or touch the body? There was a while where you guys scouted around the tower mm -hmm. and that you went and made the lean to and then Mirren went up and hid mm -hmm. and she saw Wolford down there, but the body was no longer down there. Okay, got it. So uh, right now my strength is one, so my endurance is one for my cold check. So I have a one in six chance of not being screwed over right now. 
That is a three. You can push it. True. I will push it. That is a one. Uh, I believe that breaks my strength. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> uh, you don't take a critical injury from being broken for pushing. Uh, <laughs> but while all this is... While you're talking with Woford, you are in the tree line, so you're mostly sheltered. But, you know, like some of you have the great furs. The others are just like huddled under these blankets. Mirren is just out there shivering. Um, And as soon as you guys start heading to the tower, uh, you see Mirren uh, just kind of like stagger and stumble a little bit as this cold is getting to her. Uh, So Mirren, you are cold and you are broken. I, d- I don't. I don't feel so good. Mm, little one. I can't so, feel anymore. Mirren has literally fallen over just a few feet onto the ice here. Bacha will ru- rush over and and pick her up so she's not on the ice. But with an empathy of two and zero dots in healing. Bacho is not necessarily the person you want trying to bring her back around. No, gunk, gunk, gunk can help. Gunk can help. I'm just trying to understand. How cold is it exactly? Uh, the wind is very bitter and biting, and there is a light rain that makes things worse. Hmm. Okay. So it's pretty cold. Okay, but you said quarter day passed, and we rolled after quarter day. Not the full day. I was just wondering. Uh, uh, you roll. So with this cold, you have to roll every quarter day. Uh, you only had to roll on the second quarter because you spent the morning uh, inside. Mm-hmm. And Mirren only had to roll every other quarter because of her talent. Got it. All right. So healing, huh? Okay. I, that's fine. It's fine. I did not know what is this is. Fine. This is this is easy. Then he will. Take his two hands, he'll scrap some mud and gunk off of his self, and then he'll slap his hands together and he'll rub them uh, over and over, and then uh, he will roll to see if this is any good. Uh, that is one six, but I will continue to push to see if I can give her some extra healing. And I got a second uh, in the willpower. Uh, so that is uh, that is two successes, and I will get one willpower from taking the de- uh, empathy damage. So you are basically using friction to warm her up, then, right? Okay. Like that, you're you're rubbing her, and you're doing what to warm her up to not break her. It's a she's broken, is she not? Yeah, she is. I'm just asking you to s- describe like yeah, I was what doing process is actually thing. warming her up. All right, there we go. Mr. Miyagi. That makes sense. All right. Marin, you got two points back. Uh, you guys go back to climb the tower. Uh, you have plenty of rope now. Uh, so one of you can easily scale the side of the tower, tie up a rope. The rest of you can... Yeah, go ahead, Marin. Actually, uh, we have two of the ropes. The third rope we left hanging over the tower on the other side. Oh, on the way down? On the, way out, on the okay. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, so it's already up there. Uh, yes, we've just been flipping it that. back and forth. When Wilford wanted to come up, we flipped it the other way and then throw it back over again. All right. Uh, so you can uh, climb up to the tower very easily. You flip the rope. Uh, looking down, you don't see anyone. Um, if one of you wants, you can give me a scouting check. Oh, yeah. But you're not really going to be able to see much without going inside the tower. 
and remember that there is that rushing water inside the hall mm -hmm. uh, that causes uh, echoing sound. So it, it'll be hard to hear anything as well. I'll give it a scouting check anyway, uh, just in case. So uh, my wits is five. My scouting is two. Uh, I just had another thought while we roll for this. Uh, Gunk, you could just close the door on them. They can't get back out. Yes, this is this is something I could do. Yeah, yes. It's not a bad idea. Then, but then we don't get any of their stuff. But but the yes. Trotties won't go anywhere. Oh, it's such it a, is hard a good choice. idea. I know it's so tough. Uh, I got three six three sixes. Okay, so I am not going to push that. Uh, you give it the wolfkin sniff test, but the air is so cold that it's really hard to smell much of anything other than the. Uh, just the the staleness of the ruin, uh, with your you know keen wolf ears, you can't hear anything other than uh, the water rushing. Looking down, you you see the tracks from Wilford. You see a puddle of blood from where Rickmar fell, uh, but it seems to be clear. Other than that, shall we proceed? You yes. climb down the rope. Uh, we'll go with the standard marching order, if that's okay with you guys. Uh, I mean, Bacho would go down first, without a doubt, but yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Bacho, you go down first. Gunk, then Zaldrin, then Mirren. Uh, Bacho, the door to the tower is closed. Uh, we'll keep that scouting roll going. Uh, okay. As far as you can tell, the hall is empty. You slowly push it open. The sound of the water uh, gets louder and louder. And looking through, you see that the hall is empty. Uh, as far as you can tell, there's no one in here. That door uh, leading down, the secret door that you opened, is still open. Most likely they're down there or they're in that secret room. Uh, the main hall is clear. So Bacho will wait till everybody gets down. Um, I'll, I'll check the secret room. Okay, that sounds good. I have my bow and arrow just notched and kind of loosely pointed to the ground. Did Pinky leave his giant backpack here? Because that didn't wouldn't seem reasonable to go into a water sinking location with. Uh, sorry, I got a dog barking. But yes, uh, there is still like remnants of their camp. <laughs> um, it's well, let's. Focus on Bacho first, uh, real quick, then we'll get back to that. Because Bacho wanted to check that room to make sure they're not in there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not hard. You're the one who found that door in the first place. Uh, so you pop open the door again. You knew that they had uh, knowledge of that secret door as well, but the door was closed when you came back. Uh, you quickly go through the scriptorium in the dormitory. Uh, no one's in there. Uh, at that point, uh, the rest of you have probably filed into the hall. Uh, Mirren, you can start going through their things. Most of it is things like rations, uh, bedrolls, uh, things like that. Valuable stuff, but uh, it's not anything that would really help in a combat situation. So, like, their armor and their weapons have all been taken down with them, that kind of thing. Gunk. This, this other one, this other who is a druid. That's like your worship of the Earth Mother, right? It can be, and perhaps not her, but someone else. Um, 
What? He's very deceptively what? powerful. He came across not in any way like this, and Alwyn seemed to be the one who was the, the danger. So who knows what uh, what powers they have or that this place has granted them. So what, so Bacho is, what kind of trap should we lay for them based on the material we've got here? Do we want to just ambush them or actually set a trap of some sort? Well, I suppose we could always uh, do as Mirin's head and simply close the door, but that will always, uh, always have that up, that moment, that tiny detail in the back of our heads that perhaps they found another way to escape. We did not fully explore the place below, of course, but mm. the tentacle creature down there might not let them live. Perhaps they are more powerful than us then. And it would have been, if they could have defeated that tentacle monster and escaped some other way, then they probably would be able to defeat us here. So. Uh, perhaps just closing the door, as Mirren suggested, is the best course then. He already said they couldn't open it. And that way we could tell Wolford that we did not kill his brother. Though I hate the thought of leaving an enemy on my back trail. It is true. It's not ideal, but if they do happen to perish there, maybe their dead bodies will be easier to fight when they uh, try to walk out. Yes, and I must admit... I did not sleep particularly well last eve. I do not feel my full strength. The gods did not favor me. They mm. are fickle and make decisions on a whim. Gunk or Mirren, give me a lore test with the other one helping. Uh, I believe you have a higher lore than me, so I can help you right now. Okay. All right. Yeah, mine is only four dice. Yeah, six total for me. Yeah. Uh, that's two successes. Did you take the one for Mirren as well? Yes. Okay. Um, this isn't necessarily me telling you how something's going to happen, but I just wanted you to understand how effective you think closing the door would be from the uh, way that you had to use the puzzle box to open it and then from the legend that was told you last night and with your greater understanding of the tablets, the same sort of magic that affects this puzzle box. According to the legend, the puzzle box you have is the only key that can open that door, and the vault was so perfectly sealed that even a god could not open it. With that, you would feel pretty confident that closing it, there wouldn't be another way to open it. Then I shall do this. Yes, so we agreed. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Seal it. We'll take the their camp belongings back with us and put an end to it. I can't say right. no to free food. And we can, as you said, tell Wolford that we technically did not kill his brother. We will technically not have any blood literally on our hands. We simply trapped him for a time. And if he is clever enough... And if this other druid is powerful enough, they will find some other way. I love role-playing. The technicalities is, are so important. There will be an agony that they 
experience knowing they are trapped forever, which appeals to me. Not even a god can enter. All right, so Gunk will proceed. Gunk, have you messed with the puzzle box in between, or did you keep it at the same setting before? Kept it at the same setting. The only thing I was messing with was the tablets. Okay. Uh, so you don't have to worry about redeciphering anything again. Uh, and you kind of have to uh, scramble up the side of the statue to reach uh, the spot because the floor has basically lowered itself. Uh, maybe Zaldrin or Bacho give you a, a lift, but you can also find plenty of uh, handholds on the face of this crying woman. As you climb up, you reach your... Uh, rat arm into the mouth uh, and you feel that puzzle box click in uh, and there's just a, a slight pressure and activation and then the rumbling happens below. You pull the puzzle box out, you look down the uh, do the floor is sliding back into place uh, and the retention pond begins to start filling up again. Uh, it doesn't overflow but it, it does get back to a, a same point it was when you first saw it and as far as you can tell it looks like uh no one would be able to find it again all right well that is done do they have any supplies we might take with us uh yeah, yeah. looks like free bedrolls and free oh. rations excellent uh go ahead and take four dice of rations you guys can split that however you want uh One and dice is of rations someone each someone ready to take notes here i'll take it hold on let me open the party sheet real quick there is a good amount of stuff here okay there is a field kitchen wow there is a cauldron there is a fishing net and fishing hook and line two large tents And a vial of some strange liquid. Honestly, robbing is great. When looking at this liquid, do I, uh, when I see Bacho or whoever grabs it, uh, let me see, let me see. And then uh, holding it in my hands, I'm trying to get a sense if there's any sort of magical properties coming from this at all. There wouldn't necessarily magical be power. magical properties, but you would definitely be uh, make a lore test for me. Okay, okay. A new one. Okay, put that away. Yeah. I would also take crafting if that's easier for uh, you. Yeah, I was going to say, one can success. I argue crafting? <laughs> Mirren, you can go ahead and make crafting too, because you were both going through this. One success from you, Gun? Yes. So with that first success, nothing, Mirren? Okay. Uh, you can tell there's nothing magical about it. You get that without the success. But you can also recall a lot of Warrens have something called a Rat King, which is kind of like a lore master. Uh, they're a herbalist. They're a healer. They remember the stories and the histories of the Warrens. And the the histories they're very much uh more of an art form than uh science uh details aren't very specific but it's about like 
uh, the characters and exploits. And it's about telling the story in a way that is memorable so that the Warren remembers that it's entertaining. So you probably found yourself as a child, like many other Scraling children, very entertained by the Rat King. Uh, and one of the Rat King's duties is also to make all sorts of potions and herbal remedies, things like that. When you open this vial, you get a little whiff of it. You get like a, a hazelnut smell. And it just kind of takes you back to that. It, it's definitely some sort of... It would basically be called a poison, but it's not anything necessarily harmful. It kind of just dulls your senses. Uh, it can be used to help people sleep or uh, like as a painkiller. Yeah. So, uh, oh, Bacho, you can write sleeping poison in that list. Got it. Perhaps Sorry, I will use ahead. this later, as my sleeping has been very difficult. The hair, as you remember, really woke me up. All right, so what are you guys doing, then? <clears throat> Let's... Uh, I would like to ensure that there are still two horses and a Wolford <laughs> up there. All right. Let me roll for this. Let's make sure to tie the goods. Oh, there's only the one horse. No, I'm kidding. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> All depends on which one. <laughs> you guys uh, reverse the process that we just described, uh, leaving with everything valuable. Uh, probably taking the whole bag so you have something to carry. So you can throw a backpack in that list, too. Um, nice. Climbing up the tower, uh, Zaldrin, you immediately start looking in the tree line. You can see there are two horses. Don't necessarily see Woford, but it, it's a good distance in their shade. It's getting darker. Climbing down the tower, heading over there. Uh, you see that Ven has a half-braided mane. Uh, and you see Woford is facing away from the tower, uh, sitting uh, with his back to a tree near the lean-to. Uh, and he seems to be uh, just carving a piece of wood. You can't quite see what it is right now. As you get closer, he just kind of startles at the noise. You're back already? Were they already dead? Mm. We simply closed up the tower and left. If they're smart and sharp, they may find a way to escape. So you didn't kill him? No. Nope. Your brother still lives as far as we know. See? Well, thank you. No blood. That means a lot. I appreciate you doing that for me. We definitely did it for you, yes. It was entirely for you, Wilford. Mm-hmm. It was just the most expedient thing to do. Oh, um, I was carving a new flute. Uh, my last one... Uh, Broke with the the tentacle fight. I see, I, I was going to get back to the main. I swear, I, I was going to finish braiding it. It's 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 not uh, it's not really a problem. Are you? Do you have talent? Oh well, you know I I don't like bragging about it, but I. That's I good. I'm pretty good on a flute. <laughs> Gunk will look at him with his hand, like his own hands. That is a lie. You do like bragging about it. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say I'm bad at it. I was going to say I'm not lying, but no, you are quite. You okay. are quite good. Yeah, I do like bragging about it. <laughs> no more lies, Wilford. I will know it each time. Okay, no more lies. No more lies. And Zeldrin you... will go through the process of showing him how to properly mount. All right, the horse. So he gets the red cloud, is what I'm hearing. Sure. Sure. He can uh, practice on cloud without a saddle, uh, probably. Exactly. That's going to hurt. <laughs> it hurts after like 10 minutes, like a lot. Uh, Wilford's like a fungus. He grows on people. <laughs> <laughs> so are we going into travel rules then? We're, yep, I'm not yep. going to say that took a full quarter day. Uh, it, it took some time, but it was just, you know, in and out. You closed it. So we'll just keep it at the same evening quarter day. Uh, just barely enough time that if you guys want to head to Terran, if you don't have any <laughs> random encounters or anything like that, you should get there just as night is falling. That's a plan. Yes. All I'd right. like to grab some of the wood from the lean-to that collapsed as well. Okay. Uh, any specific purpose that you're trying to get for? Or you just want some extra fire? Yeah, wood? no. Uh, okay, so I am going to craft Wilford <laughs> A Don't new trust the eye. GM. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to craft Wilford a new eye in secret. Oh, yeah. There, there's plenty of uh, decent wood like that that's been dried out. Uh, you guys found the sturdiest pieces of wood you could use to build. You absolutely can find something for like that. All right. Uh, let's get into travel rules here. Uh, Bacho, I believe you like being the lead the way guy, right? That is correct. He is the pathfinder. And Zaldrin, are we keeping you on scouting? I believe so. All right. So let's get both those rolls. All right. So, uh, Bacho's got, uh, five in wits and two in survival, but he's also level two pathfinder now. So he gets plus one die, uh, for leading the way and he actually is effectively resting while leading the way now. So about a, not that he needs to, but it is a nice little perk. Uh, two, two successes. Two successes, that's plenty. How about keep watch? One success. All right. Uh, there are no mishaps, and I actually rolled earlier today. There are no random encounters as well. So you guys are traveling through these woods. Um, you're going through a few valleys, but it starts to get gradually flatter as you go. The rain is still coming down. It makes it hard to see. Actually, you were supposed to get minus one on that for the lead the way bacho, but it's fine. We already rolled it. Uh, the rain makes it hard to see. Uh, it's frustrating because like the ash uh, on the ground is kind of turning to mud and muck from the moisture, and it just like clogs onto your shoes. So every time you take a step, uh, it just adds a lot of extra weight. Zaldrin, you're riding Ven most likely. And every now and then she just kind of gives a kick to get the mud off her hooves. And you're not threatened to fall off or anything, but it's one of those jarring things that, you know, like your weight's being shifted around as she does that. And I'm just kind of reassuring her. We'll be there before you know it. We'll be there soon. Yeah, and exactly. It's a, just a miserable trip for her as well as the rest of you. Very cold. Mirren, you're still cold. You're bitter cold. Uh, you haven't had a chance to warm up yet. Everyone else has furs and blankets. 
Uh, and <laughs> you are. <laughs> I really should have bought a jacket. <laughs> uh, but the the hilly uh, forested terrain begins to open up. It flattens out, and in the distance, you see the town of Terran. From a good distance away, you can see that there are actually several ring forts nearby. Uh, they're just circular uh, mounds with a wooden palisade on them. Nothing that would be really defendable in uh, an actual attack, but uh, those of you who have been to Terran before, which you're mostly travelers, so a lot of you could have been there, you would know that that's where livestock is kept uh, during the dark night of Gwena. Uh, they do their best to herd them in there to protect them from the various chronic creatures that come out at night. A week is a long time. Uh, herds can be decimated uh, by one of these monsters coming through. So they do their best to protect them. Uh, Zaldrin, that's also where you would have to stable your horses, likely, is in one of those ring forts. The actual town itself is a almost perfectly square town. You see that there are... Um, Oh, I lost my math. Four, four, two, two. There are 12 towers uh, that rise up. One on the corner of each of these uh, walls, you could say. But the strange thing is these towers are stone. But it seems like it's just the battlements that come out above the ground. And then there is a wooden wall that is built on top and a little bit behind. So you can see stone battlements that come up maybe three feet out of the ground. And then a wooden wall that comes up another 10 to 15 feet. The stone towers themselves, uh, the roof of them comes up to about the height of the main wall. So they're actually a bit lower than the wooden wall. There are four entrances into this town. Two of them lead right into the town through the wooden pal palisade. Two others are ramps that actually go underground. And when you see those, you can see that there are gates that were underground. This town was obviously buried under several feet of volcanic ash over the past few centuries. And the town itself survived by just trying to rise up, but there's an undertown now. Wolford would tell you, if none of you have been to Terran before, that you have to go to the undertown first because you need to pay for a day pass to be up above if you're not an aristocrat, if you're not a noble. Uh, you have to pay for a day pass, and it's too late now. You wouldn't be able to be let in. So you guys start making your way towards one of these ramps down. down. You might stop at uh, one of the ring forts to stable if you'd like, Zaldrin. Yes, I will. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be two copper per, per horse to stable them. Okay. Uh, and there's a boy, young man uh, that kind of awaits at the gate. He's just kind of putzing around, but he's in charge of making sure the animals get in. You pay him directly. He gets to keep the money. And you know that he has to pay someone else later on for the privilege of doing this job. But he'll take good enough care of your horses. And right now, they're not in any extreme danger. During the next week, that might be a different story. But they'll be perfectly fine in this ring fort for the next few nights. Zaldrin does sort of like a little kind of clicking nose touch to Ven. Pats her nose. I think she does the, the shake of the mane. Uh, kind of annoyed. Uh, that she's being left alone, but not in a way that you're not used to. 
and I'll, I'll kind of nudge her toward Cloud. Like, she has, like, a traveling companion. Give me another animal handling here. Oh, dear. Uh, that is zero successes and a one on a scale, so I'm not going to push it. Okay. Uh, you obviously don't have to worry about Ven not obeying you, but your attempt to reassure her, basically she understands that you were trying to distract her with Cloud, like you were giving her a job saying, hey, take care of Cloud, and she seems a little bit more indignant at that with your unspoken bond. Understood, and she'll just, you know, kind of just sigh and just sort of walk back to the group, and she's just sort of walking a little... Uh, and as the kid takes her away, you can hear Ven kind of stomping her hooves with every step. Uh, it just echoes a little bit louder, uh, like a, a young child throwing a tantrum. As but you make your way is. around to one of the uh, walls, and Wolford is talking this whole time nonstop. Oh, I'm so excited to be back at Terran. This is one of the best towns. They have such good ale here. Have you guys been here before? Uh, not this one. Please tell me you don't have friends here. Oh, I've got so many friends here. They love me here. They love me here. Are these the kind of friends that are going to try to kill you like the last friends we ran to? Gunk makes sure that he's standing in front of Bacho as he asks that, holding his hand to his temple. Look they, at Wolford. They love me. People love me, Gunk. Some people love me, Gunk. And we're all looking at Gunk. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? I would have they? to. I would. Ha he thinks they do. That is <laughs> truthful enough. But in order to know if they truly do love him, I would have uh, to speak with fair. him. All right. So I say we start in Spud Bottom. All right. It has a place called the the Tater. What's the name of the Tater? All-seeing tater, all right? And it, that is the best <laughs> bar ever. Uh, they have such good ale. Uh, it's potato-based. Have you ever had a potato ale? You've had a potato ale, right? Of course. Of course. Like yeah, everyone has potato ale. Vodka. It's amazing. You're going to love it. <sighs> He's talking this whole way to the town. Uh, you get to the uh, gate, and there is a guard there not really uh like in a threatening uh way but they they wave you in they ask you a couple questions like how long you're going to be here for if you're staying that kind of thing it's all very basic stuff uh nothing that uh would really like set you off or anything like that you get into this undertown and it really kind of reeks not of death but of compost the entire ground is covered with, like, rotting potato peels. And Wofford is just reassuring you, this is just what Spot, Spud Bottom smells like. It's completely normal. They just, the trash system doesn't really work well anymore. Uh, and, oh, look, you can see they're coming through right there. And he points uh, just down the street, you can see that there are two scrailing pulling a wooden sled. Uh, and one of them uh, has a shovel, and he's filling up baskets of these rotten potato peels 
And another one has baskets of actual grown potatoes that he drops off at a doorway occasionally. You're definitely in like a cave-like environment. Uh, it feels almost like a mine shaft of sorts uh, because there are wooden beams that go across uh, that hold the ground up above you. And you can see a bit of dirt uh, over those beams. The walls, however, appear to be uh, very well-made stone. It's a very strange dichotomy because these houses, these stone houses, you never see them anywhere else in uh, the world. Building with stone is almost unheard of now. So these houses are very, very ancient. And it's strange to see them in such a, a state of decay that's still being used by the poorest people as well. But he, you start making your way through. Uh, Woford is guiding you along. Are you guys okay going to the Tater? Is there anything else you'd like to ask him about where to go? Uh, do we want to unload some of our goods before we hunker down? Or are we just going to get drunk? I'm not. I'm all Toasting. for that. Toasting's the guy. If you want to sell stuff, he gives you the best price. He loves me, too. He'll give us a great deal. What is his name? Toasting? Toasting. Yeah, Toasting. Yep. Toastig. Okay. You guys haven't heard of Toastig? He's like the best merchant around. Okay. So is it, uh, is that a vote for getting drunk or is that a vote for selling things before we get drunk? I'm suddenly leaning towards the getting drunk now part. Oh, potato ale is the best to get drunk on. You won't even be hung over tomorrow. What time of day is You'll it? be hung over tomorrow. I, I'm just kidding with you. And he looks at Gunk with some side eye. What time? Uh, time of day is it? Is it? Is it? Uh, it's getting dark. It, it's uh, getting late. Uh, businesses are mostly closing up, but you still have some time uh, that you'd be able to get in there before anyone's like really annoyed with you on for banging on their door. Well, are we going to try to find rooms? I presume, and then we'll have to go pay for our food and drink. Uh, perhaps True. we should sell. Yes. yes, they have rooms at the Tater. They have rooms at the Tater. Good. And we will we will get some. We are just determining whether it is better for us to sell our goods before we relax. Business first, then celebration. I like getting cash. Then we will have... This is true. I, I, he's, I just, he's not lying. I just had to give coppers for the horses. <laughs> so yeah. more, more money to pay for food. And the more we sell, the more we drink. And the more we, we didn't sell, really talk about drink. the split here. But, you know, I'm part of the pack. So we're talking like a five-way split, right? No. There, what? I mean, I mean, no. things will be split five ways. It's just not. There's differences in each person's right amount. But we yeah, provision five amounts. We provision for Wolfer. We provision. <laughs> we provision for the group first. We replace equipment. Then we. Take care of our lodgings for the pack, and then when everything else is paid for, then the then the split comes based on the amount of effort you put into protecting the pack. I put so much effort into this pack. I put my heart and soul into this pack. I put my soul into this pack. I, I put a lot into this pack. It's hard for me, Gunk. You put... A proportionate amount of your soul, which is already quite small to begin with. You don't put that much, but today is a new day for you, Wilford. You have been welcome among us, and now, moving forward, you will put your heart and soul 
for I cannot just remove thoughts from your head. I can plant them in there as well. Do not worry. You are pack brother. I would never do this without consent. However, I would think as pack brother, you would do this uh, without threat, without concern. Yes? Of, of course. I mean, I braided Ven's hair so good. <laughs> there you go. You, First you, you, step. You, you, you have braided Ven's hair, which I think goes to the point of this proportion. It was like half day for him. He's, he's baby steps exactly. here. Exactly. But, but uh, yes, so, Mirren, so we shall. Mirren will lean up at Wolford. I've heard if you get this shiny metal that is malleable and put it on your head, it helps protect your thoughts. Definitely need that. I bet Toastic has it too. I, I just I keep asking around until you find it so you can make your own little shiny hat. It's very important to protect your, your, your head. Yeah, with that rat around, I believe it. I'm right now here. I can, now that's I can nice. hear you. I can <laughs> very big ears. I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry, Gunk. I let loose a little bit of your secret on how to defend against. Oh. You did not the, tell the shiny. I did. I'm so sorry. Oh, my goodness. How I could know. you, Mirren? I feel betrayed. I I will make it up for you. Would you like my spare dagger? No. No, 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 no. You keep it. You okay, keep it. Okay. All right. Where are you guys going? At least you did not tell him about the, the, the aluminum underpants, at least. So <laughs> oh, I know. I only went with the top bit. I didn't recommend the bottom bit. I, that's too powerful. It is. It truly is. Wilford, you mentioned the name of a merchant that has good prices and you are friends with. Yeah, yeah, he loves me. Mm. All right, let's let's sell what we have and see. All right, so you're headed to the merchant then, is that right? Correct. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, Wilford starts guiding you through these almost labyrinthine tunnels they're all right angles perfectly right angles but you definitely have to make uh strange turns through what used to be actual streets outside and then occasionally you go through what looks like you're going into someone's house but then you realize that it's just a long hall that is another street underground now and you continue going through some walls have holes in them where they've collapsed and they're basically turned into more corridors. And it really creates a very strange maze uh, to get through here. And you would have to spend a lot of time uh, in this undertown to really learn the way. Wolford seems like he has. Uh, he, he seems to be guiding you with a purpose, like he knows exactly where he's going. Uh, it takes uh, quite a bit of time. You slip on potato peels more than once uh it, it's a very strange squishing sensation as you're walking through here apparently potatoes are what everyone eats around here but eventually you get to uh what appears to be another door to a building uh what used to be a full house maybe this is just like a side door to it it doesn't seem like a main entrance uh wolford immediately opens it up and walks in it's a very small room. Uh, whatever this was used to be like a storage room or a shed at some point, and it is just lined with crates right now. Uh, there is a human man uh, sitting on one of these crates, 
and he's got some uh, vellum with uh, uh, quill and ink that he's scribbling something down. He's an old man. He's got a very firm jaw and close cropped hair, uh, dark skin, just a very piercing look in going over uh, this material. He looks up. Oh, customers. What can I get for you? Uh, more what we can get for you. We're here to sell. I'm here to buy if it's worth buying. Uh, Wolford well, kind of sticks up. Hey, Toastick, it's me. I told you I'd be back and I told you I'd tell people. I Toastic hope kind this of looks at him. <laughs> Just kind of like a vague look, like he's searching. Wolford, right? Yeah, Wolford. Yeah. Uh, great to see you again. Doesn't seem to be much recognition there. This is an improvement. Uh, Toastig is willing to buy uh, anything you have. When it okay. comes to goods, uh, any sort of trade good or anything like that he has uh, in stock, if it's something that's like a weapon or armor, uh, he won't have that in stock. He'll have to tell. He'll tell you that you'll have to go uh, above ground mm-hmm. uh, and get a day pass and talk to a blacksmith or an armorer, uh, someone that's a bit more specialized. So anything in the book, like under the trade goods, uh, you can get just fine here for the normal price. So uh, remind me, it's ten copper to a silver, ten silver to a gold. Yes. Okay. Yes. So if we sell the night ward pelt and the silver candlesticks and the bronze statue, we will end up with 115 silver pieces and three copper pieces in total. Uh, for the That group. sounds like I'm way too generous. I don't think so. I think you're just the right amount of generous. Actually, let's double that. And that's generosity. If you want to go generous, we can. So we'll factor in expenses. That's going to be about 37 silver, we said, right? And then we'll split that five ways. So Wolford's <laughs> going to get 20 silver. Should I add that to his no, character sheet? You should not. Definitely should not. And are we or are we not selling cloud? Uh, that's up to you, I guess. I defer to I, you. I know nothing of these creatures. I am good with animals and can keep guiding cloud, uh, but... Uh, I mean, we we seem to have gotten a lot more money than I thought we would. Indeed, I, I thought we were going to have to sell Cloud uh, for the, the gold's worth, but uh, I think it could make transport easier if... Mm-hmm. Pack. Yeah, Pack particularly, particularly now that we've gotten additional camp goods from our friends. Yes. And also it can just carry Wilford and we don't have to worry about, you know, dragging him. So Bacho doesn't need any trade goods, but I know Mira needs a blanket or some heavy furs or something, right? Yeah, so let's let's go ahead and decide how you're splitting the money. And then uh, when it comes to the shopping, we can do that off stream. Uh, Like you can, after the session, you can say that you already bought it. Okay. Perfect. So how are we splitting the money? Uh, let's pay for lodgings, I think, and then we can we can split it after we've paid for what we need for, I guess, a few nights. Would be okay. my vote. Everyone okay with that? Yeah. 
Yes. Or a way split. Wolford, Wolford's a junior member of the pack. He's not getting shit yet. <laughs> we should we should give him like five so he feels he's got three co- we've All got right. three copper pieces we'll give to oh, that's great we'll buy uh, him dinner yes we will and drinks oh, you're so we, we cover his expenses yes you do a bit of back and forth negotiation uh toasting has quite a bit on hand he's got to like pop open crates and things like that left to find whatever you need um he does have fair prices. He doesn't give you a discount like Wolford said. Uh, but you're not overpaying for anything by any means. After a little bit of shopping, a little bit of back and forth deciding what you guys want, uh, it's definitely getting later now. It's about time to find lodgings if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolford again suggests going to uh, the All Saint Tater. Uh, but there are plenty of uh, inns and taverns in this town that you could look around if you don't trust Wolford. Oh, the only way. Tired and doesn't really want to spend time for trying to find somewhere else. Trust me, you're going to love this place. And he (sighs) begins guiding you again. Uh, These alleys and tunnels are starting to clear out as businesses uh, are closing up. People are going home. There's a few people that are just now going out as they're going out uh, to find a tavern uh, to start drinking or carousing. You get a sense that this is almost a ghost town. There's so many different uh, places that uh, could house people. There's a lot of different buildings here, and they're all buried, obviously, but they're still usable. There's still plenty of space. But the amount of people here is just, it's not very dense. It could definitely house a lot more people uh, for a town this size. But you continue going through. Uh, Wolford, again, knows exactly where... Uh, he's taking you and the smell of these decomposing potatoes gets even stronger as you go what he tells you is the heart of spud bottom the very uh central part of spud bottom a couple other times you do see more scrailing uh pushing uh these uh sleds through uh they kind of have like a almost like a plow on the beginning but they're just powered by the scralings they they pull it along uh but they uh push through uh, the compost and kind of like loosen it up to make it easier to shovel. Um, Most of their baskets now are empty and they're filling them with compost. Likely they did have potatoes in them and they already dropped them off, that kind of thing. Could, uh, yeah. Could go take a moment and just approach them if it's possible. Absolutely. Quickly. Hello, cousins. Uh, One of them uh, is shoveling right now uh it's just a wooden shovel uh very blunt but it's getting the job done the other one is holding a basket and they just kind of like bounce up when they see you oh what's up hello uh what is uh the the cavern rooftop this guy these things are up Uh, no what what do you want what's going on i just are you not working uh, I am. I have. I am working. I am new to town. Uh, I am traveler, and I. Oh, you're not from the Warren. No, I am not. I am not. How uh, oh. welcoming all you to outsiders, Grayling. Oh yeah, you can come right on in. We won't even notice. To be fair, oh, I don't know everyone. Do you know everyone? I don't know everyone. No. Oh, it is very uh, populated. Many, many Skraling. Oh yeah, there's quite a few of us. More than these humans. Yeah, not I... many of them at all. I was going to say this place. They can't seems even grow very... their own potatoes. 
<laughs> I mean, it's farthest folk, right? The the the, the pink ones. I, I don't understand how. Anyhow, uh, why why are they not here? Uh, is there something happened? Is there uh, danger, sickness, contagion? Wait, the humans not here? Yes. Well, they they've been dying from the clouds. They, they can't grow anything. They can't make their own food. They've they been all dying. Leave. They they yeah. been dying. Oh goodness! Did you say clouds? Did they were dying from the clouds? No, the the, the ash. The, oh, have you been yes. outside? Do you live in a tunnel? Like, all the time? You don't we, go outside? I literally just got here, man. Like, Shit, just, I don't know. think this guy goes outside. Okay, you just, you're at like a 12. I need you at like a 6. Is that, <laughs> can we do that? 12? What? I don't know how many 12 is. That's fine. It's, a, it's twice as much as I need you at. However, uh, question for you. To, to, multiple questions. The upper city... Uh, you need pass to get there. Do you ever go to Upper City? Nah, it's not worth the money for us. Well, nah. We can go, but it they're kind of grumpy up there. They don't like us scrailing much, but yeah, you can go. Nah. You just got to pay us silver. Silver? Whoa, do you know goodness. what silver is? You yes, really do live is, in a tunnel, don't you? It is a metal. It is a very precious. It looks like this. See, this is silver right here. Oh, are you offering? I'll take it. And he reaches no, out for it. I will... Touch him in the nose and be like, boop, you will not do that. Back away. Did you just cast a spell on me? Chit, do I look like a new? Not yet. And I will wink at the other one. You need manipulation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeez. I'm going to get all killed. Do we have any bonus die left? I'm, I am, yes. I'm down. You don't need it. I, this isn't a huge deal. I'm down on empathy. Oh, goodness. I did get one. Okay, got one. One success. The other one uh, just grabs his whiskers and just kind of pulls them out. Like, in, uh, it causes his cheeks to flare out a little bit and he just like goes wide eyed. Oh my God, stick, you're going to die. The I stick, mean, the one you boop, just like, what did you do? I, I touched your nose and I have given you good fortune. For the next two weeks. Good fortune? Yes. How does good fortune kill someone? It doesn't. He looks back at Chip. I never said how you were going to die. It may not be in the next two weeks. Everyone dies one way or the other. Everyone returns to the Earth so that the Earth Mother could wrap her arms around them and we decay and decompose. Then she can repurpose us into nature. That is how the world works. You really do sound like you live in a tunnel. You know that? I do. I, I, I'm a wanderer. I don't have home currently, but I will visit this uh, this war. And this, yes, this, uh, sounds delightful. Yeah, yeah. Come on by. Uh, you okay. can tell them sticks at you. They won't know who I am sticks? though. We don't keep track of teams that well. Sure. Do you not have Rat King? Uh, do you not have leadership? Oh, yeah, we got a Rat King. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. What is their name? I don't know. Oh, There's a lot of us. It's hard to remember names. <laughs> right, right. No, that is true. There are quite a few. Right. Okay. Well, uh, you want to help loose. us shovel? Uh, what? You want me to shovel with you? Yeah, you can shovel with us. You need uh, a job. You don't have a home. 
No, no, no. I, I am good. We shovel Thank potatoes. You. We bring in potatoes. I did not say I didn't have job. I just said I did not have home. I am traveler. You know, vagabond. Sounds I like wander. you don't have a job. Yeah. You know, life is about more job? than employment. Why do you have to define yourself based on your employment, your interests? You know, the your ability to elevate oneself on what they were when you were young, finding joy, finding lore. Job you know, that's exactly what someone without a job would say. Right. I mean, but you're the one who doesn't know what silver is, and I am ching, 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 have all this right here. So honestly, You didn't sticks. know what silver was because you live in a tunnel. What? I literally told you. Okay, come here. Come here. Come here. Wait, you're not going to cast another spell on me, are you? Boop. Maybe I did. <laughs> Maybe I didn't. Zaldrin's going to yell, Gunk. Yes? Can we go to dinner? I'm hungry. Oh, right. Yeah, I see you. I got to go. I got friends uh, that are... Time for uh, drinks. Time for drinks. Better than you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> they continue shoveling up uh, the compost into uh, baskets. Pacho, I'm going to drink as much as you today. Mira and I don't drink. Except for the blood of my enemies and water. Well, the equivalent of that, but in alcohol. You can try to drink as much as I'm going to drink. Okay. I will be happy to watch the both of you and guard you as you fall into a state of stupor. That sounds like a plan. That's great. For the back. Uh, we got our new uh, drinking slogan. <laughs> Wilford continues leading you through these tunnels. Uh, you have to go through a few broken walls and uh, through more doorways. Uh, one hallway uh, is actually fairly clean. Uh, it doesn't have the uh, potato spuds uh, lining the floor. Uh, it's because it's the interior of a building. And there's no walls or doors built into this hall. It's just a straight shot from one side to the other. The floor is actually very finely tiled. Uh, there were some red, blue, white tiles, uh, some very strange green tile that kind of reflects the torchlight uh, that's hanging from the walls. Uh, it kind of causes green light to kind of flash around the whole tunnel. Uh, it's definitely worn from centuries of people walking on it but the fact that, that no one's throwing trash on it has kind of kept it uh in a much better condition than everything else and it gives you a glimpse of what everything could look like if it had been well maintained eventually you go through and you find a sign uh there's no writing on it but it's just a picture of a brown lump with white eyes on it like human eyes this is it. This is the all-seeing tater. Ah. Uh, all right, so let's go on in. Uh, okay. Opens the door. Uh, and this is a very large interior building. Or you, you're all underground now, but this used to be an interior building. Again, very finely tiled. Uh, this is fairly well kept. Uh, you can tell that it's been cleaned and swept quite often people don't throw the trash on the ground here like they do out outside because it's a living space however uh this tiled floor it has a design in it that's a spiral shape excuse me sorry and it's cut off this room has been sectioned off by a very crudely built wooden wall uh that goes right through the the tile design 
And it really ruins a lot of the majesty of it because you'd be able to see this uh, beautiful art, but instead they're trying to make it more practical. Uh, they're trying to section it off into more rooms that are usable. Uh, the wooden wall has a few doors in it, and then there's also a bar in front of it. Uh, and you can see that there's a woman. She's uh, late 30s, early 40s, uh, very long black hair. She's got a very genuine smile to her, and she seems to have a very positive energy. But as you look closer, you can see that she just seems tired. Uh, she's got uh, very dark bags under her eyes. Uh, and every time she's like done talking to someone, that smile just kind of fades away. And you can just see like deep-seated exhaustion. You guys enter and she... Oh, new customers. <laughs> Woford, is that you? I haven't seen you in... Oh, I don't know how long. What are you doing here? Wilford lights up at this. I brought some friends. We're here to stay. Came for that potato ale. All right, come on in. She, uh, you guys start heading towards, sit wherever you'd like. And she looks at you, Mirren. And her smile instantly fades. Oh, hon, are you Okay. No, I'm absolutely uh, freezing and very much in a lot of pain right now. Thanks for asking. Okay, but like, we have a fire. You can get warmed up, but that's not quite what I meant. I mean, oh, hon, there is a dark shadow on your shoulder. Oh, yeah, that's my best friend. Oh, no, honey, she is mad at you. Don't look behind me. <laughs> Please. No, like that. That's not good. That's really not good. Are you? I just have to keep running fast enough. It's okay. Oh, hon. And she actually comes out from behind the bar and uh, comes up to you and she just moves to embrace you in a big hug. Oh, wow. You are cold, too. I'm very cold and uh, would like lots of alcohol to warm up, please. Okay, uh, get over there by the fire. We'll get you warm. And, hon, you gotta get, you gotta take care of that shadow. That's not good. That blackout is not good. drunk. Yes, I need to get blackout drunk. Uh, and there is a really nice fireplace. Uh, this looks like it could have been a very rich noble's home at one point. The fireplace continues up. Obviously, the chimney continues up uh, throughout the ground because the the smoke's not filling the room. Uh, and it does make it nice and toasty warm in here. If you spend some time in here, you'll definitely warm up. Uh, you guys can all find uh, seats at a table near the fireplace. Uh, start. She'll start uh, bringing out uh, ales for you. If you need some food, we'll get working on that. Burek is in the back. He's making some food right now. Something mostly raw and water for me. Mostly raw. You don't want it cooked, hon? Mostly raw. Mostly raw. Okay, I'll I'll put in a custom order for you. And the rest of you are you fine with it cooked, or you want it mostly raw too? Acho, you eat your potatoes raw. I don't eat potatoes. I want meat. Oh, you don't eat potatoes? Everything's got potatoes here. Even our meat. We mm. we make it in a stew with potatoes. Oh, I'll have that then. We can't okay. stay here long. The city stinks. Oh, hon, it's not that bad. You get used to it. Not with this nose, you don't. 
Okay, well, I'm sorry that my city doesn't smell too nice for you. I, I get it. You're new here. Anyone else? You, you, you good with food? You just want ale? Uh, oh. Food and lots of ale. Food and ale. Could you, uh, mm. could you get, like, all of the parts of, like, the vegetables, like, the the, potato, the the meats that you don't normally serve? I would just like that, if it's possible. You want it raw, too? No, I don't care. Cooked raw, it doesn't matter. I just want the discarded parts, that's all. Oh, you want the trash? Listen, there's no reason to name call or anything right here, like you know. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I meant no offense. I'm just. Do you not take I'm, I'm customers? To understand. I just. I don't. Know. No, I, I don't I'll want get you to the trash. waste. It's fine. I'm I'll just, get you the trash. Yeah, here we go. Just here, here the, go. Scraps. The, the scraps. Every place. The scraps. The scraps. Yes, the scraps. That's well, what I'm. Scraps. The scraps. Okay. No, that's fine. Whatever. Show head back to the bar. Uh, this is a rather large open area. But it doesn't have too many people here. There's definitely people uh, coming in, filling in, uh, getting ale, starting to drink. But again, there's a lot of tables and seats here, and most of them are empty. What are what's the distribution of customers as far as like scralings, you know, goblins, dwarves, humans? Yeah, uh, vast majority are human. Uh, it seems like most people in Undertown, as you were moving through the streets, are human. Uh, you did see several scralings that were like scraping up the ground. It doesn't seem that any of them come in here. Uh, they probably head back to their warren uh, when it gets too dark. Uh, you do see the occasional dwarf, but the vast majority are human. You don't see any elves whatsoever. The scralings I spoke with said that the humans are dying off quite regularly because of the ash and such. That is why there is not as many people in the town. Mm. Humans always were weak. Be I agree. Quiet. Yes. We probably should not say that too loudly perhaps in here, but you know. Yeah. So or sorry, we should. Who, are there other people here? Yes, there there are people here, but you don't feel like it's a place where you have to worry about eavesdropping either. Uh like I said, there's plenty of space. It it probably could seat 75 people and there's about 25 people in here. Is there uh, any table relatively close by that Zaldrin can just sort of lean back and just be like, oh, are you local or traveler? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you kind of like lean your chair back and you have to look over a table at the next person. Uh, and you'll see a male human, uh, older. He, he's got a long white beard. Uh, he's got a bit of ale dribbling through the beard. Oh, I've lived here my whole life. Ever since I was a wee little boy. I see. Like, you stayed here or travel and come back? No, no, I stay here. What do you do? Do? Oh, I, I'm drinking. Oh, you mean what do I do? Do like what do I work? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I've been drinking. Uh, no, I'm a carpenter. I go around. I I make sure all these beams stay up. You see, like that one right there. That should have been replaced about five years ago. That one right there. I replaced that one about ten years ago. I don't think I want to talk to you much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
well, this does seem like the kind of place that a carpenter will never run out of work. No, no, not if you're trying. I don't try that hard, though. I, I, I think anyone else we can talk to is going to be better at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if you've lived here your whole life, might I get a recommendation for a good uh, blacksmith? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you you got to pay the day, day pass to, to go up above. But uh, hey, Rig, that, that's your man. He's a dwarf. Uh, he does really good work. He's got a strong arm. I go to him for my nails all the time. I try to buy him in bulk, though, because I don't like paying the day pass too much. And where where do you pick up the day pass? Is this something you go to any store and they have the day pass? No, no, no. Is no. a day pass store? Wow, you're really new. Okay. Uh, so you either go outside and go to a main gate and you pay at the gate or you go through the amphitheater. Uh, we call it the stairwell. Uh, it used to be an amphitheater, but now it's kind of like half buried. So we just use it as stairs to get up uh, and there will be a guard there. You can pay the day pass to. All right. Thank you. Go away. I mean, I, I was here first, but okay. Yeah. Uh, is Wolford with us still? Yes, he's still with. Is me. there any is any is there any entertainment going on? Is there anyone singing? Any music being played? As of right now, no. Wolford, uh, please, would you uh, regale us in the the uh, the tavern uh, with a tune? Perhaps uh, I know your flute is not yet finished, but your uh, I'm sure your voice is exquisite. You know, I was I was really hoping you would ask. I I am pretty good. Uh, my flute's not ready though. So I'll, I'll just have to sing acapella. Is sing. that okay? That oh, that sounds wonderful. Yes. He gets up and he like straightens his tunic and everything, and he goes over to the fireplace uh, just to have like a more central position. <clears throat> and he begins singing. Uh, and it's actually a decent tune. Uh, it's about a springtime, the the coming of spring, uh, after the long night. When the red-winged blackbirds uh, start uh, calling uh, throughout the springtime uh, and how they represent the new life that has come back to the world with the warmth, the birds wake up, uh, you hear their song, and it's a hopeful song. Gunquil, applaud. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful. Another, another. And he'll sing as long as you want, Gunk. <laughs> yes, I would like. I'm. I'm just shocked. That I wish we could hear it. You know, I wish. We could just really, really wish we could hear this. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I do. Galdrum sort of starts to do like oh. a um, tapping, like a a like tapping a beat, and then realizes that like that is not at all like the type of singing that uh. Wolford is doing and so then she just sort of like drunkenly stops and just goes back to drinking her ale and uh here's all the cheers point, you've had several ah, yes. ales cheers to the pack you've had several <laughs> ales uh the food has not come out yet uh but at, at one point Della uh, the tavern keeper uh is approached by a man uh, who came from one of the back rooms uh, and he is bandaging up his hand. Uh, you can see that the bandages are 
quickly filling, uh, turning red. Della, she bit me tonight. This is, we got to do something. She's getting worse. Della immediately starts looking apologetic. Oh, I am so sorry, hon. I, I know I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. We'll, we'll get something. We'll, we'll get it taken care of. The, the man who came out was uh, older dwarf. Uh, he's got no hair on the top or sides of his head, but the hair on the back is very long, and he kind of like curls it up uh, to uh, just make it seem as if there's a bit more hair there than there actually is. Uh, his beard uh, is pretty scraggly, but at the very end, he does have a braid there. And... Uh, after he bandages in it up his hand, he goes into one of the back rooms and comes out with trays of food. Uh, and then Della quickly uh, picks up the trays and starts bringing them around the tavern. Eventually, she gets over to you guys. Gunk, you get your scraps. Pacho, you get uh, stew with a little bit of raw meat on the side. Uh, and then the rest of you get stew as well. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, very good to have. A little bit of food now. Uh, did your Wolford's mom right? No, no, hon. I'm not Wolford's mom. Uh, but you I actually know him. knew him and like him. There's only you have to be the mom then, right? No, no. Listen to him. He's got the voice of an angel. Uh, How can you not like him? Ooh, hon. I Difficult. think I think you should definitely eat that. That ale's going right to your head. I had some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, that shadow's getting a little darker, too. Why is your friend hands bloody? Blood hand? Bloody hand. Uh, Birik, yeah, Birik. Uh, he's the chef here. Um, it's kind of a long story. I don't have to tell you. It, it would just make you sad. Oh, that's fine. That's not much different. <laughs> I I think that I don't understand what you mean. I'm sorry. What? Is she always like this? She kind of looks at the rest of you. No, she's drunk. But she does like to hear stories, so why don't you tell us? Well, hon, I'm glad you like the ale. Again, you gotta get that shadow taken care of. Um, I keep telling her we just need to track it and tear its throat out, but... We just have to run. We just have to run. Run, 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 run. Like little rabbits, we run. Just like my parents. Della looks so sad at that. Oh, hun, you can't outrun that. Um, no. But yeah, so my mother, she's she's been ill lately. Uh, she hasn't been eating in several days, and she her jaw is kind of like stuck shut. Uh, she can't talk much, but apparently she bit Birik. Uh, that's why he's bleeding. She's, she's become a little hostile. Unfortunately, uh, goes back a few days. Uh, she was bit by, I think, a bat, something like that. Oh, dear. A bat. Is she yeah, been yeah. thirsty? We've been trying to make her drink. She's not drinking much of anything. She hasn't eaten much of anything either. I, no. I think she's on death's door, unfortunately. Gunk, remember that those, those worm things... Didn't we think that they might be developing wings? That is true. I, I, uh, 
I uh, worm things I with not... wings. What are y'all talking about? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the, uh, butterflies. You know, uh, butter like how caterpillars. Oh. We burn them all. <laughs> a plague. A, a plague on the land that feeds on the living. A plague he of burning butterflies. He hates butterflies. I feel like, like I'm getting three different things from all so of you. So listen, I am not uh, I am not a professional healer, but I, 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 if you would like, I could. I, 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 I have practiced. I'm a druid. I uh, have the Earth Mother. Who, if you would oh, like you're me a healer? to look at you. Eh, of sorts. I, I am a studier of the cycles of life and death, so uh, yes. Well, I mean, if you think you could help, I... I I'd be so thankful for that. I I don't want to promise anything, uh, but I, I I would be more than more than willing to take a look. Well, absolutely. <laughs> uh, go ahead, finish your meal first if you'd like, and then I'll take you back. No, I could do both at the same time. And he'll just like cheek <laughs> pouch it up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I, but you enjoy it. Uh, it's just right back here. We, we keep rooms here in the tavern. Uh, Y'all gonna stay here or oh and Mirren hops down getting ready to go on in a small adventure let's go we're we're not going anywhere other than the rooms that you have so i will accompany gunk he's my pack mate fur brother all right uh, so Mirren and i will stay here and continue enjoying this ale cheers okay. <laughs> I'll have Beric bring out a couple more rounds. I think Mirren wants another one. You seem like you do. Oh, yes. Keep them coming. They're so big, these glasses, just like the last place. Mirren, I am going to make you pay for these. Uh, <laughs> but whatever it is in the book, uh, you go ahead and decide how many it takes Mirren to get drunk. <laughs> I Probably two. And probably... <laughs> they're pretty cheap. I think they're like two <laughs> yeah, copper a piece. Gonna... Anyways. Yeah, uh, so Gunk and Bacho... Uh, Della starts uh, taking you to uh, one of these uh, back doors in the wooden dividing wall. Uh, it's a very crude door. Uh, it doesn't have a latch uh, or anything like that. She just pushes it right open. It kind of scrapes across the tile. You can see that there are scratches on the tile from it not fitting well. Uh, there's a larger living room. Uh, that's got uh, a bed in the middle, a uh, small table, uh, things like that. And then there's another door on the other side. This is my mother's room back here. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll go in first. She she seems a little angry right now. Birik said she's not doing well. Uh, so I'll just, I'll just check on her. Uh, you're not allergic to cats, are you? And then she no. turns and goes towards the door. And this door also just uh, doesn't have a latch. But you can see that she has a table in front of it, a rather heavy table, and she just slides it uh, away before she pushes it open. And as soon as she pushes it open, you hear this uh, yelling of a half dozen cats uh, meowing and screeching, and they all run out of the room. And she seems surprised by this. Oh, and she uh, looks in. Mom, what are you doing? What are you two doing? Following in to see what happened in the room. Yeah, Bacha would be once she once the cats come out and she screams. Bacha would be there. He's assuming the worst. Right. You guys uh, 
are like right behind her then. Uh, and you see that there is an older woman uh, standing facing away from you. And she has a cat under her arm that is clawing and scratching to get away from her, just writhing and wriggling. And you can see that like the hind legs are like scratching through her clothing, drawing blood. And this old woman doesn't really seem to notice until Della calls out mom. And then you see her face turn. She looks like a completely normal woman. Uh, she's elderly, uh, probably 70s or 80s or so. Her jaw just, you can see how clenched shut it is. And as soon as she turns to look at you, the cat uh, manages to finally wriggle out and get away. Della goes up. Mom, are you okay? She starts looking at the uh, cuts and scrapes of everything. Uh, she starts fussing over it. We got to get you bandages. We got to get you cleaned up. Can we get you back in bed, Mom? And she goes to take her arm. And this woman, you see like anger come over her eyes, just a darkness there. And her jaw opens up. And you see a small worm come out. Della doesn't even notice at first. Gunk will try to pull her good Della away if possible. Give me a move test. Okay. Dokey. As Gunk's doing that, Bacha will charge this old hag. Oh, thank God. Hag. I'm good at move. <laughs> okay. Okay. Move's not bad. I can do this. I can do this. Uh, well, like, I can push this. I can push this is what I can do. Okay, there we go. Successful, uh, but I do take a point of agility damage. Uh, success. Okay. Success is enough. You you get up there, and she was still kind of like holding her mom, trying to like guide her, but it wasn't like a forceful hold. So you coming up and pulling her away, despite her being you know twice your height, you're still able to grab her and pull her away. Bacho, were you trying to actually attack her? No, he's just like. He just charges up and and is going to take the shove at, shove her to try and push you know get okay. further distance from her daughter. Let's call that her. a might. Okay. Let's see. It's four strength and one might. Ah, no successes. So I'm going to push it. One success. No ones. One success. Muted. Oh, sorry. My bad. One success is enough. Uh, you go up and she's a frail old lady. Uh, you give her a hard shove because you see this monster that you know is a threat. And she kind of like crumples instantly to the floor. You didn't even hit her that hard, but she just has no balance. Uh, she doesn't have much energy. When you push her, uh, you can feel she's just skin and bones underneath. Like, she really has not been eating the past few days. Uh, she's uh, just... Anyways, <laughs> lost my train of thought. Uh, as soon as you go up and push her, though, her jaw kind of, like, clamps back shut. The worm pulls back in, uh, and she falls to the ground and is the only noise she makes, like, just a groan. Della immediately... What are you doing, hon? You just shoved my mom. She's infected. She has what we told you about. I told you she was sick. What are you doing? She this, moves to get back towards no, her mom. No, no, I will hold on to her. I will, no, 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 no. She is she, has a what? parasite inside of her. Very 
a dangerous parasite. But you're supposed to be helping her, not shoving her over. She was about to kill you. Not sure. intentionally, but it would have been the end of you. An entire warren of scrailing fell to these things. We have to be very careful if we're to save her. And you. What do you what do you mean? What kind of kind of disease is this? Uh, an entire warren? It is not a disease. It is a parasite. These are different things. There is a creature that has put itself inside of her, and in doing so, it is starting to take over in some ways and kind of control a bit of her uh, moods, her abilities, uh, her, her, her instincts and things. And if not, uh, if we don't do something quickly, then we might never get her back, I'm afraid. Normally I would make a, ask for a manipulation, but she understands the gravity of this situation. She's been seeing her mom deteriorate um, and get worse from, you know, just the past few days when, when she said she was bitten. And you can see that she believes you uh, immediately. Okay, well, can you can you help me get her in the bed at least? We, she, mm. I still have to bandage those scratches. I'll I'll move her to the bed. Just let me hold her if she tries to come at you again. If she opens her mouth, you need to fall. You need to get away. That is where the thing resides within her throat. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate the help. Uh, and she kind of goes and like starts making the bed for uh, the the mom to lay in. You can pick her up uh, very easy. Uh, she doesn't weigh much. And looking at her, like keeping an eye on her mouth, uh, doesn't seem to move. Uh, seems to be locked shut. And the worm that you did see was much smaller than the worms that you saw in the scrailing before as well. Can, uh, uh, you get her back on the bed. Sorry, go ahead. Go. I was going to say uh, we should we should probably uh, get straps to keep her in place just in just in case. Uh, I would not also let any of the cats. Are these stray cats that are in um, proximity? Do they? Do you have many cats in the area? Oh, Mildred loves cats. She would. She used to feed them all the time. We we will need to probably take a look at them. This type of parasite can cross species, it seems. So we, we have oh, well, seen it in a bear. We have seen it in a uh, human. You're uh, welcome to wrangle them, but they, they've probably scattered by now. Well, I, I will leave that. Uh, there are other things that we should attend to. You said this was a bat. Do, do you know whereabouts this was? The attack occurred. No, no. Um, There's... There's a small, we call it an orchard, but it's not really like kept or anything like that. There's some fruit trees uh, just outside the city. Uh, mm -hmm. Mama used to like going out there and picking fruit every now and then. Uh, it was just a few days ago. I, I think it was out there. And she was, okay. Has anybody else uh, reported uh, being attacked by a bat? Uh, not as far as I know. No one who's come in here at least. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is alarming. I do not uh, I do not want to make light of the situation. Uh, your mother is in very serious danger. I, I, I know she's been sick. I, I knew that already. But it is not just your mother that is in danger. It is um, anyone who has come in contact with her. Any person, any uh, creature that has come in contact with her. It's that contagious, huh? It is. Okay. Um, well, 
I don't know who all she's talked to, but mostly it's me and Toastig that have been taking care of her. Toastig. I'm sorry, not Toastig, Beric. Beric. And Beric had a... I would like to speak with him and examine his wound. He did have, he was bitten, I believe he said. Yeah, just now. And I know it is very difficult to uh, imagine this, but rounding those cats up would be a very uh, difficult, but possibly essential task to ensure none of them have been infected and are now spreading uh, this parasite. I understand, but also I, I got to keep working. Uh, I can't just leave the bar empty, you know? Right. I understand. Uh, however, if this spreads, you will not have patrons soon that you would be able to serve to begin with. It's not a few hours, a few days of downtime uh, worth it if it can uh, preserve the long-term health of your city and your town. Tavern, I should say. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, I'll try to get the cats while I'm working. I don't think you understand what I'm saying, but thank you very much. It's all right, Gunk. We'll see what we can do here, and let's let's just get out of this city. It's it's a hellhole anyway. I'll, I'll look for it. some some fabric that we can use as uh, cloth to tie her down. You said you need to restrain her, right? Yes, and if uh, if there is a, a stable uh, livery nearby that might have a, a muzzle of some kind to put over her mouth, that also could protect others. I don't know if there'd be a muzzle that would fit my mom. That that might be a little extreme anyways, don't you think? No, I do not think it would be too extreme. We I could try to pry her. We yes. could try to pry her jaws open, gunk, and pull the thing out. Yes, I think we could try. I could just really, I, I don't think you should hurt my mama either. This is going to kill her within a day or two. So we can either try now or we can bury her, well, burn her body, either way. How do you two know so much about this? We've been fighting them up and down the area for the last several weeks. Oh, they're that common then? Yeah, More so, it seems. Increasingly so, yes. That okay. is why we are concerned about it spreading. Uh, at this point, Della will go out and she'll start looking for cloth to uh, tie her down. Zaldrin and Mirren, uh, Mirren, I know you're having a good time, uh, but you would be able to see Della come out looking very frazzled and frightened, almost. Uh, she doesn't really uh, say anything to you, but her eyes do kind of glance over uh, as she's looking across the bar. And then she uh, starts uh, rummaging underneath the bar for something. What are you two doing? Zaldrin. Mirren. I should tell you, you're the best horse princess. <laughs> well, well, thank you, Mirren. You are my favorite uh, halfling. Hey, yay. We should check on Gunk and Bacho. You are correct. I, I did not like the expression on her face when she came out. Uh, would you like an elbow? Yes. Let me let me hold on to your hands. Okay. Thank you. 
And Mirren will like just glomp onto Zaldrin's arm, kind of uh, in a way that probably Zaldrin would have to be bent over in half to even continue to right. walk with her held like this. But she does. And and she just sort of calls around the corner. Gong? Bacho? Zaldrin needs a horse princess theme song. <laughs> we will ask uh, Wofer to craft one. We are in here. Uh, okay. <laughs> what, uh, what is the situation? Troubling. The, uh, the old lady, Della's mother, is infected with a parasite. One that we are familiar with. More so, I am concerned that they might have spread. There is an orchard outside of town where she was attacked by a flying bat. If it is freely open, anyone could have also been attacked. Then, the old woman had a fleet, a fleet of cats, so many cats in her room. Liable, at least one, if not more, are infected and now scurrying about the city. Not to mention that, uh, that uh, Birk has been bitten as well, bleeding. The uh, infection, these creatures have beat us to Terran. Well, this is just unfortunate. Do we think we can get it out of her and keep her alive? We can give sure. CPR. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you want to put your mouth on her mouth, since that no. is no. where the no. thing... No. Yes. The, but, the hey. pumpy pump? We can pump it out of her. Pump. Possibly. Should we stick we some meat in front of her it. face? Yes. Bait it out, get it to show itself, and then maybe Bacho can grab it and... Are you guys watching Mildreth as she's oh, yeah. sitting on the bed talking, or are you like Bacho's eyes? Side? Bacho's eyes are on her the whole time. He... Okay. What about the rest of you? Oh no, I'm I mean, not paying attention. We're talking, so okay. I mean, my my attention's probably so fair to say that Bacho's the only one looking at her right now. Uh, yep. Bacho, you see her lips start to curl back. And her teeth are clenched so tight, but then a muscle begins to loosen and they begin to slowly open up. It seems like it's a struggle. It, it's happening slowly and it's uh, shaky as well. But the mouth is beginning to open and you see a little bit of the worm behind her teeth. Mm -hmm. And right, right about then, Della comes in. And she's holding uh, strips of rags and cloth. And she sees her mom. And as soon as Della walks in, it seems like there's something that uh, clicks in Mildreth. The jaw opens wide and the worm just shoots out. And you hear a hissing sound. Uh, it doesn't get very far. Uh, but it you see the little teeth on the worm like opening and closing. And it starts wiggling around. Acho, what are you doing? Bacho, so it's it's like a tongue, like a long tongue sticking out of her mouth. Yeah, like a an eel that's coming out of the mouth where the tongue would be. So you see Bacho, just this is like some Aijitsu shit. I mean, he's just the sword comes out and he goes and right cuts it right in half. All right. Uh give me 
the attack, I'm going to say minus two because this is going to be a difficult hit. That's fair. That's fair. So uh, he's got four strength. Uh, his sword dice two back to two now since they were fixed. Um, gets plus one for his sword, so that's four melee. Uh, so oh, with the minus two, actually, hold on, let me just redo that. So I got to do minus two. Sorry, and I had four successes too. But okay, minus two. Oh no. I, I will push it. I will push it. Oh, all the successes were the last roll. Out of the box. Audience dies. No, I, I'm okay. I got three successes. I took uh, one point of strength damage, but I got three successes. Okay. Uh, you're successful in the slice here. Uh, go ahead and describe uh, what it looks like and how you strained yourself or hurt yourself doing it. So it's just like I said, he comes out with this reverse grip on his blade from his side and he comes out, but he realizes that it's he's so cramped in here that he's got to shorten up on his blade um, so he doesn't hit the woman. So as he comes through, he wrenches his right shoulder to make that cut without cutting her and then pulls the blade back. And you hear his shoulder kind of pop and grind a little bit. And the, the worm itself, you... you perfectly accurate you get the majority of this worm uh cut out the lower half just kind of like a measuring tape being pulled back in uh it rubber bands back in her throat her jaw clamps shut again but the actual head of the worm in the majority of its body falls on the bed and starts wriggling and writhing della sees this and uh, the three of you were closer to the door where Della was, so you probably see her better than you saw what happened with Bacho, but you would be aware of him sliding the sword. You see Della's eyes roll back in her head, and she collapses to the ground here. We, ha we have to get the rest of this thing out of her. Hmm. Lady, lady, wake up. So are you doing anything to try to wake her up? Or are you just saying it? <laughs> Zodrid, can you uh, search the kitchen yes. for, see if they have tongs of some kind? Yes. Maybe a, yes. a clean knife. Okay. Bacho crushes the, that sounds fun. Bacho okay. crushes the worm if it's still writhing. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it like wriggles and writhes, and at first it's on her stomach, but the wriggling like pushes it off the bed. Uh, and as soon as it's on the ground, your uh, paw just reaches out and stamps it into the ground. Zaldrin, you start booking it towards the kitchen. Uh, it, it's not too hard to find. It's the warmest room. Uh, so you just follow the heat and the smell. Uh, and you see uh, Birik back there. Uh, he, he's working uh, on cutting some potatoes, slicing the skin off. He looks up at you. What are you doing in my kitchen? Uh, yes, uh, Della sent me in here uh, in order to get uh, a, a tongs and perhaps a, a knife. It's a just very unfortunate situation uh, with uh, Della well, sent this? you back here. Yes, she ain't never sent someone back here, as far as I know. Well, this is a very dire situation with her mother, and we're trying to save her life. So that is uh, why I'm here. Oh, Millie. Okay. Uh, 
you want tongs and a knife? Yes, please. Uh, and he starts uh, rummaging through. Uh, he gets you some tongs, but they're like the cast iron tongs. Uh, they're not necessarily like cooking tongs that they'll work, but they're very, they're not subtle. Uh, and he does get you, uh, he brings out an assortment of knives. Uh, you've got from cleavers to little paring knives. He's got everything you can imagine there. I'll take a big cleaver. And when I approach him, I will sort of kind of come in, grab and back up as I do. And I'm just kind of looking at him a bit intently. Is you want to make a trek to try and determine sure. something? Uh, uh, yeah, because he's So, okay. I have insight, but I've got a few wits. Uh, one success. One success. Um, when you mentioned Della's mother, you know, he immediately looked concerned. Uh, he started uh, rummaging through things. He seemed very vital uh, and active. Uh, didn't seem sluggish at all. As far as you can tell, he seems fine. Uh, whether he is infected or not, uh, he would be at a very early stage. Uh, so you grab that, you start going in. Mirren, you are gently slapping... How hard are you slapping uh, Della here to wake her up? Oh, not that hard. I'm just like... Because I'm probably at her feet. I assume she fell backwards, or did she fall Yeah, forward? she is like flat on the floor right now, prone. Yeah. So um, I'm just she like... Fall backwards, yeah whapping her feet back and forth a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and as, as you're like tapping her feet, um, at first there's no response, but then Della just sits upright, like a deer in the headlights. She just ah. snaps up, and her eyes are still rolled back in her head. And then you hear a voice that's not Della's voice. Uh-oh, spooky time. While the darkness chokes the land, the living will join the drowned dead, and out of the mud maggots will uh, rise and will be given power like that of the scorpions, and the agony of those stung will be such that the people will long to die, but death will elude them. The drowned dead will join the living while darkness chokes the land. And she Lord. says that, and she begins repeating it over Lady. and over and over again. Mm. No, it's not good. Just run away. Uh, Gunk, Bacho, uh, you very much hear this, uh, and it's just going over and over, and it doesn't sound like Della whatsoever. It sounds very strained. Uh, Gunk, who are you? You are not Della. Who are you? Who? You say that, but there's no response. She just continues going through those four lines, repeating them, uh, and they almost get faster and faster the more you talk to her. I will take the sleeping poison that we had and give her a little bit as she's getting distracting absolutely um she's not moving she she won't even like realize that you're there as you get closer you put the vial up to her mouth uh she is speaking uh but the you can like slowly drip it in so that it, it starts to like lean back you can even tilt her head back and she's not going to uh, resist you whatsoever um at this point, Zaldrin, you'd be coming back now, and you would see Gunk over Della. She's still making these noises. She's choking a little bit as the sleeping uh, poison is going down her throat. It's slowly starting to take effect. The words are slurring. She starts to fall asleep. 
the four of you are back in here. Mildred uh, is still on the bed. She's awake, seems to be aware. Her jaw is still clamped shut. Della is backwards like that. I will go down the hall for two minutes. What happens? She's spooky times. He still seems to be okay down the hall for now. Uh, and she'll just sort of hand gunk this like huge wiggly um, hand, wiggly hand. Uh, he seemed okay. Wiggles, I didn't wiggles. notice anything. Uh, and this, this knife work, she like hands you hand him over this. the cleaver. Uh, no, <laughs> not for anything that might keep her alive, but, uh, Thanks, and he'll tuck it in his belt and like, Mirren, I'm going to take that dagger back after all, if you don't mind. Oh, would you At like dagger point, A, a dagger B? Dagger, dagger B sounds good. Okay. Beric uh, actually comes uh, towards the doorway. He, he uh, is carrying an assortment of kitchen utensils. Are you sure that's enough? I've got this. What is going on? Good, come here, dwarf. It's and that's where wiggly. we're going to end the session for that. <laughs> <laughs> With you in a bit of a mess, but not of your own making, at least. You were just trying to help. Uh, so, well, you know, that's that's unusual for you all. Quick question. When does the, the week of darkness start? Uh, Very soon. Yes. So you have are finishing the third night of this week, third day of this week. So there are three more days and then a week of darkness. Okay. Because it sounds like this prophecy to me is alluding to that particular time. And we should probably either have solved our problems or left this city by then. Uh, I, leaving uh, the city is very much an option. Don't see uh, why we go to any city uh, at this point. Uh, we've been to two of them. One of them, <laughs> the entire Scrailing population was destroyed by these things. I think we do better out in the wild. Me too. It is forbidden. Everyone but Mira. You're not supposed to spend much time in town, anyways. Hey, we're we supposed to build our own fortune. We are. We're supposed to build our own town. Build a stronghold. Yeah, Yeah. and then I can infect that with all sorts of parasites. That sounds great. (laughs) Let's do that, guys. Just rude. (laughs) All right, let's do some shoutouts. Aaron, what do you got going on? Uh, let's see over on Garblag Games tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We should be back for some Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition, Shillings and Crossbones, or our little pirate adventure in the Sea of Claws, which was starting out. Then on Thursday, I be- at the same time, I believe Ben will be running some Fallout uh, as he gets ready to move back into Season 3 of Dune. Ooh, Dune. And, uh... Jeff, why don't you just uh, do our outro oh, for us? I forgot, though, one oh, of the things. Thursday night, Garblag, North America. Jeff and I will be returning to Iceland, uh, where we're wrapping up uh, the, our Octum Cthulhu Shadows of Atlantis campaign. And that is at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's the finale? No, I think we've got like three episodes probably yeah, left before. Time left. But awesome. it's uh it's the last location of the campaign. Very cool, very cool. Jeff, what's going on with us lollygaggers? Friday, we've got uh, Blade Runner, as we are back to that. Uh, you can catch myself, Stephen, and Melissa in that. You can also catch us on Saturday 
uh, for one run second edition. So it's a very free league heavy next couple of couple of days. Uh, so come check those games out. Uh, on Monday, we will be doing some Call of Cthulhu as we are continuing our horror on the Orient Express campaign. Uh, also on Mondays, we've been alternating between that and Holler, and we have like a, a new sort of special event going on with Holler, which will be popping up on the YouTube channel tomorrow. We streamed it last night. Tracy Sizemore, one of the developers of Holler, came and did some guest GMing for us, and is going to she's going to continue to do that for another another session or two. Uh, so if you didn't catch the stream last night, go check out the YouTube page uh, and you can catch all of our old games and, and whatnot as well uh, over there. Uh, and Steven uh, will be back in a week with more Forbidden Lands, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have a uh, a actual song prepared for Woford. You got bits for it from Three-Eyed Cat. <laughs> you to did. Know. Oh, did I really? <laughs> yeah, you yes, did. you did. Just yeah. for you for a song. I know you don't. I, I mean, I know we're not as good as your Pathfinder game, uh, but I do think I will sing for thrown. I, I can be bought. <laughs> it's, it's right there. <laughs> I got All you, right. Kat. We'll, we'll get it next week. There we go. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and that's it. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and raid somebody. So if you want to just hang tight, we'll give you somebody else to, to watch and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So thanks for hanging out. Thanks for running this, Steven. See you next time.